Hello, everyone. Welcome to Black Girl in the World. If you don't know me, you will. And if you do, welcome back. Happy to have you all here and present with me today. We are branching out to other states, y'all. I'm super excited. I have another guest on the podcast with me today. I low-key was searching and digging for this guy's page because I heard him on another podcast called Color Vibrations. And I was thinking to myself, how interesting is this guy? Nick Lane, how are you today? Good, I'm good, man. I'm blessed. Uh, I feel good. Smell good. <laughs> but now I feel good, though. How you feeling? How you doing? How you I'm, doing? I'm, I'm trying. That's really what it's about. I'm doing pretty well. And okay. I'm so happy to have you here. Man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me here. Your bonnet looks like looks like amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so big. Yeah, and it's bedazzled. I don't like bedazzled. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> but that's okay. You don't have to like it. It's fine. Um, by the way, I love your name. It's a brand. Is that your actual name? Uh, Nicholas Lane. Oh. Well, Nicholas Lane is my is my is my real name, but like Nick Lane, that's just kind of like what I skate by when 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 it comes to doing sh shit poetry or, or other stuff. That's really because it's a brand. Like I can, I can hear it. If you if you say it enough, it's it's, it's it, it is it's catchy. <laughs> It's extremely catchy. I was like, wow, this name is nice. Nick Lane. <laughs> so who is Nick Lane? Um, Nick Lane is a poet, um, upcoming photographer. I am a father. Uh, I am trying to find my place, you know, in this in this weird world. Um um, that's why I'm known, man. I'm, I'm, I'm more than meets the eye. Um, I have debt to myself. That's dope. <laughs> I feel it. like you not only being a poet and a photographer, is there anything else that you do? Um, I mean, so right now I go to Cleveland State, um, major in social work. Uh, Right now, I'm trying. I'm I'm I'm, I'm working on opening up a, um, like an arcade um, for the community, well, for the community kids and stuff like that. Um, what else do I do? You know, I I, I do some social work practice, uh, home health aid stuff, man. You know, regular nigga shit. <laughs> that sounds, you know, I like it. Um, and I think that's actually cool. I never really heard someone want to create an arcade. Like I've always seen them. Mm -hmm. I'm very passionate about uh, video games. Um, and I can't stand, man, I can't stand when someone, I can't stand this. Dang, you on the game still? <laughs> that shit, like, like I'm, I'm one of those people, but but like I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about games and video games. Um, because it's, it's how I it's how I tend to self care. Like before we got on this, I was on this <laughs> just chilling. Um, also, man, I feel like I feel like if 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 the youth in the inner city communities had you know some other stuff to do, 
around the city, stay out of trouble. Uh, it would benefit. And video games is a great distraction. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like a gamer, gamer, but like I like video games. And I'm passionate about it. Okay. The only, the only thing that I have right now is an Xbox. Um. <laughs> so. Like and, the Xbox One or like an Xbox. The Xbox One. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. my Wii broke down, so I had to buy an Xbox One. Um, I know people still even play Wii's. I mean, it's it stopped a couple years ago, <laughs> and then I was like, all right, well, let me just upgrade. Honestly, I thought I was going to have more because I wanted it because of the Kinect. And so <laughs> I'm like a huge Just Dance person, and I thought that I was going to have the other dance games and Xbox One does not have that and I was very sad. Hey. <sighs> Terrible. <laughs> Better get a uh, Nintendo 64 or something. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Just because you said it. Um, so you said Cleveland State. Where are you from? Um, so I was I was born I was born in Texas, but I currently reside in Akron, Ohio. Um, you know where LeBron went to school and stuff like that. Called the Rubber City. Um, Cleveland State is in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, it's like a forty-five minute drive for me, so I, you know I commute. But everything's virtual right now, so I don't got to make that long commute. I mean that's really dope. Um that one year in Ohio. <laughs> I never met someone from Ohio before. Where am, am I? I am so sorry. <laughs> told me to shut up, huh? No! <laughs> Ohio, huh? I see. I already see how you, how you, how you view Ohio. We talk too much. Oh, no! <laughs> in my head, I thought I was clicking on minds, but... I'm so sorry. Where are you from, by the way? I'm from Maryland. Okay, that's right. I don't know why. For some reason, I don't know why I've seen like California or something. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. I've always, I've always wanted to visit. Wanted to go to like some museum, some museums out there. Yeah, um, DC is pretty. It's pretty entertaining when you want to be on this side. Um, Maryland has some pretty good stuff, but you have to like search it up. Like Maryland can seem like it's a boring state, but we actually have some pretty, pretty cool things. Man, I'm not, now, now if I come up there and I'm bored as hell, I'm like, now I can't believe she lied to me. Some pretty cool things. <laughs> you gotta search it up. You can't just show up confused. Might have to just show me, man. So I won't have to, you know, waste no time. Just show me, just show me around. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Just text me and I'll be here like I always am. Bet. You and your bonnet? And my bonnet. Not this one because you don't like it bedazzled, but it's fine. Bet. <laughs> so you mentioned being a poet. How did you, how did that happen? Um, man, you know, I wish I had some, like, some glorious, 
story to tell you, but for real, my mom, my mom, I, it, I started listening to her old Jill Scott CDs, man. I fell in love with her. And man, Jill Scott was just expressing her love for poetry. And I'm just like, dang, man, you know, I'm feeling it. I love it. And one day, man, in like this eighth grade, I picked up a pen and started writing. And at first, you know, I was doing this shit for the wrong reasons. You know, I was trying to serenade, marinate all the little eighth grade honeys. You know, but uh, <laughs> um, rather, rather in a good light or a bad light, I made a name for myself as, oh, that's that boy to do poetry. And man, I, I just started taking it serious one day, man. And it's just, it's just been what I do. I've just been improving, getting better, get my name out there, uh, travel here and there, you know. Um, I guess I, I hate the question. So, what kind of poetry do you do? I, I never know how to like answer that. But like, if I were to say what type of like what type, what type of particular poetry I do, I would say I'm an erotic poet. Um, an erotic poet is you know spitting that nasty shit up on the stage. Um, but I'm very I'm very versatile in other subjects and other topics and, and things like that other forms of imagery shall i say i never heard of an erotic poet before in my life the closest person i could think of the closest is love jones that's the only <laughs> poetry that i know i, I wasn't even i wasn't even erotic that was the love jones statement that was some I was just some deep metaphoric stuff that you probably wouldn't even un under understood if you wasn't into like uh, um, African you know, Egyptian like gods and stuff like that because that's some of the stuff that he was mentioning. But I see, I, I, I get what you're saying. I can see where. I definitely, the girls were swooning and <laughs> they were happy. I was happy. And Dude, I was happy too. I'm like, dang, brother. I gotta step it up a bit. <laughs> I think when I seen Lil Jones, that's when I was—that's when I was really like, "Oh, word! Let me take this a little serious." No, it's—I think it's nice because it gets people interested. Like, it's like, where did he get these words from? Why? How is he saying this on stage? It's like it's—I think it's interesting, and hmm. How did you, do you know anybody who does that same poetry as you do? Um, yeah, I do. I, I know I know a couple of um, other erotic poets who, who do it, she's just as good as me and she's better than me. I know, I know some women and they, 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 they know how to, they know how to lay it on the mic. Um, but yeah. No, I, the, it's a place of parrot um, in Akron called Versa, so called Versified Expressions that I, I do. I do a lot of my performances at. And a, lot, a lot of poets there are like erotic poets, and, and when they have erotic night, you know, everybody be dressed up in like lingerie and stuff, and it be it be dope. Lingerie too. I mean, metaphorically speaking, okay. half naked and shit. You know the vibes when you when you. When it's erotic night, everybody know what they coming there to get. <laughs> Honestly, this you know exactly what you get into. Like it's not a surprise. Um, 
So I do like that, that there's just different avenues of poetry that, you know, people don't, I guess, look into as much as the others. Mm. True. Um, hmm. And I would say just because like, um, it, it's, it's, it's hard to be good at. Um, not everybody has necessarily and, and and this this is no shade on like any any other poets but like it just takes man it takes it takes a particular grip that you have to have on the audience when you're spitting you know erotic poetry because you know people tend to like um like like when you don't say everything so bluntly for an example, instead of saying, yeah, baby, I'm about to tear that ass up, dick and coochie and, you know, saying the words, man, you know, um, it's kind of like hard to, to like add imagery to it and say, um, I want to rub on it in the thigh and, you know, let things kind of um, be assumed or, you know, let your, let your, let your, let your, let your mind run wild. Everybody can't do that. That is true. That's why not many people do sexting. Because people don't know how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're very true. Hey, now that's a talent. <laughs> that is a real talent. Um, so how far has poetry taken you right now? Like where you stand? Mm. Poetry's taken me pretty far. Poetry has... And I, I won't. I won't even say like taking me far, but it, but it, it has it has definitely um, allowed me to be allowed me to be open with myself. Um, and 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 when I mean open, I mean like like it's easy for me to articulate how I'm feeling. It's easy for me to articulate how like how other people are feeling. It has it has it has made it has emotionally matured me. Um, aside from it being like a really great, you know, stress reliever or like self care um, habit that I do, um, poetry has has brought me to 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 many places and and have introduced many different uh, business partners and friends, man. Like 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 the community, like like the artistic community for one, and then the poetry community is just so beautiful man like i mean i mean i've met some really artistic people some really beautiful soulful people um poetry has humbled me poetry has bought brought me a lot of things that um i don't think i would have got without it like 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 those little vitamins and 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 stuff that you take that you wouldn't get if you didn't take it because you don't know why you're not getting it and that's kind of like what poetry um has done for me um not necessarily where it has brought me, but like the things that it has given both personally and like figuratively. <laughs> I respect that. Um, I love uh, that side of the community in terms of how artistic people are because 
I mean, that really shows a lot of creativity. You network and people are um, introducing you to different things. Like you just introduced me to some things. And I have a lot of friends who are artists in terms of like musical artists. And they've taught me so much. Like it's, it's just amazing to see like different areas of poetry, art, um, culture, just to see how like your peers, um, I guess, change the narrative and, and make something theirs. So I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful, definitely. definitely. I love that. So do you have a favorite poem of yours? Do you know any? I do. I have, I have one that's, that's, that's currently my favorite and, and I'm working on one that's gonna be my favorite, I do. Okay, I see. Would you share a little bit um, of? For sure, for sure, that's that's cool. Um, I'm gonna share this one, it's called Heavenly Gardens by Nick Lane. <laughs> you remind me of shooting stars, the way your skin glistens like a lake beneath the sunset. <laughs> you know, I drink the sunlight from your skin. Pick the stars from which fell from falling skies into your blemishes, out from your pores that make you blissful. Me, wishful upon those very same shooting stars that were said to be starless, never ever to shoot again. You know, I guess that's why you're one of them. I guess, you know, that's why you tend to twinkle in places. Skin, soft, silk-like almond milk, silkier. You make the milky with milkier. We live by the sun, fuck up under its counterpart. That's right, you make the moon insecure. The universe is clearly a sister. The depth of your beauty is as deep as the abyss. Your passion, and I'm in love with your bliss. Crimson light kisses are kept crisp. Those curvaceous curves need kosher. You know I got hands made to hold them just like holsters. Or use them to pin and hold you to my bedroom wall with the rest of my bedroom posters. Legs and all over my shoulders. You have no use for limelight. See, the way you shine bright, it's as if you ate glitter for breakfast. Nah, we don't conquer the world. We're too busy conquering worlds as if we were never slaves. No surfboards, no hands. And we don't hang tin or ride Kamehameha highways, but instead we vibrate at the same indelible frequency. I call that an ultralight beam. Plus the way our bodies become celestial and the way our vibes stream. I told you to show me your mind. So we took a walk in the garden and I became vegan. You got a majestic flower. Look, I know I be hollering, but you can get all of my pollen. We took a walk in your garden, and I seen your internal metamorphosis where my metaphors can metamorph insecurities into the deepest of metamorphic purities. My craft becomes deadly when I'm inspired by you. My pen becomes a sword when I'm speaking, when I'm writing about you. And my tongue becomes a lethal weapon when I'm writing about you. I ain't nobody's love poet, but when I do talk about love, it has to revolve around you. You told me to show you my mind, so I had to read you this. I call it my heavenly gardens for my heavenly bliss. Thank you. Nick! <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. I loved it. Appreciate I'm it. so sorry for yelling, but that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no wonder that's your favorite. A lot of imagery, a lot of just painted pictures yes i love it how do you how can you recite like from memory like how rehearse 
practice press practice like anything else and then like when i'm writing it i'm i'm saying it over and over and over so many times i love it do the does the crowd love it too yeah they do, they do. i think it's amazing um so what do you want your legacy to look like mm. I want my legacy to look like, to look inspirational, to look like, you know, I, like like I cared, like I gave a damn about my life and other people's lives, like you, like you feel me, like I want people to know that, you know, um, I, I wanted to give back, I wanted to teach, I wanted to inspire, motivate. Um, I want my legacy to look like. If Legacy was a person, it would be Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> okay. You care to elaborate? Um, yo, Batman is a bad man. He, he, he out, of, out of everybody in DC, I would say Batman. Um, his personality, his 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 quick judgment, decision making. Batman is just the baddest. No, no, no real particular reason. It's just that Batman just tends to just stand out. <laughs> just he just stands out to me as a character. Want my legacy to stand out as a legacy. I love that, and I hope that Ohio sees it and the rest of the world sees it because you you have a talent. Hey, I appreciate you, yo. You 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 helping Maryland see it, and anybody else you know else out this outside of the state see it. So I appreciate it. Of course, I try my best because I just think, I just think other people, even outside the DMV, are I, we we all gotta connect. So some way, somehow. Exactly. So I'm glad, and I hope that your people see it, and my people see it, and share it with their people. Most definitely, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It better happen. <laughs> But thank you so much, Nick, for being here and for just being amazing and keep on writing your poetry. And I hope that that arcade that you want to build will be Man, phenomenal. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I hope you and all your endeavors um, blossom and bloom. I hope this, I hope this connection right here um, continues, and I hope you know, I hope the podcast you know, does phenomenal. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Hey. So thank you. If you guys reached to the end of this episode, I really appreciate it. Share with your family and your friends and whatnot. Better share with your family and friends. <laughs> thank you again, Nick. And be safe going home. If you're not home, then um, yeah. <laughs> Of course. All right, y'all. Well, bye.